Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 96. The Chicago Bulls, the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Yankees, and the Colorado Avalanche episode. So some powerhouses in there. I am your host, as always, Teej Butler. Sitting next to me, my good friend, Big Dill. Dill, how are you, man? Doing well. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm right here. So yep, you are right there. We're we're in it. Watching a little Red Sox Yankees. Got to keep close tabs of my AL East rivals. So oh yeah, got to keep some eyes on them. Doge, how are you? All the way up in Cleveland, man. Our other co-host. I'm doing well. Also watching Red Sox Yankees. About 20 seconds behind you guys. Here you go. <laughs> cool. That's not too far behind. Usually it's a lot more. Usually it's a little bit more, so we're, we're vibing with it. Ready to watch this late game comeback from the Red Sox. Ooh. Doubtful, but we'll see. You never know. You never know. Calling They're it early. a good part of the order to do it. So calling it early, Doge says, come back. Excited, excited to be back. We're always we're all mm-hmm. back. Yep, good to have you back. Missed you on the last pod. It was a good one, but hey, this one will be better, maybe. Who knows? Either way. we got a great show for you folks. We're going to talk a little bit about FC Cincinnati and their quest to win at home. and Or lack thereof, I guess, possibly. Second quarter, we're going to talk about some of the Olympics. A little recap there. Um, third quarter, we're going to do a little MLB update. Um, you know, Talk about some of our teams and just the MLB in general. And then don't you worry, folks. Fourth quarter, Mount Rushmore season is still back. Still going strong, so we're going to wrap that up here with a little Mount Rushmore. But first, we got to warm it up, we got to stretch it out, make sure we are not uh, injuring ourselves while performing on this pod. So I'm going to toss it back to you, Doge, for a little warm up. What do you got for us tonight, man? Quick pour one out for Florida Gator legend Tim Tebow as he was released from the Jaguars. His NFL hopes this year are over so pour one out it was going to be interesting to see how Urban could have used him but uh, just wasn't working out I think he had like one target in their preseason game so um, didn't really work out for him but it's what it is Uh, would have been a long shot for him to wind up making it as a tight end so that would have been a surprise but really was looking forward to you know seeing a few more snaps of it to see how they were really going to use him but it's time to hit the old dusty trail for old Timmy Teeps. The block was not great in the preseason game. <laughs> You're right about that. It was not great. But you were right about that. What, what can you do for old Tim? What can you do? Um, Dill, mm-hmm. your thoughts real quick on Tim Tebow, former Gator legend, reconnecting with Coach Urban. but Yeah, I mean... A lot of people doubted it. A lot of people doubted that he should have uh, been given the opportunity to even have them, you know, have them sign him. Right. Um, I think that Tim, if he's bound to play tight end, another team will pick him up. Yeah. Next, th- next thing you know, a couple injuries happen early part of the year. Tim Tebow is going to be on a team. So, who knows? Couldn't, couldn't. I don't think it's necessarily over. Does it look promising? 
No, because I think that his best opportunity was going to be with Urban down there in Jacksonville. So. Yeah, I mean. Like where he's from. That's where I'm at too. Previous I think coach. He was going to make it anywhere. It was going to be with his old old coach, but. In a new regime, like yeah. He did not last very long there either. <laughs> nope, did not look good there for old Tebow. I don't, so, I just, like, was he really ever going to be that quality? Like, I don't know, like, as a tight end? Who knew, man? It was it was just the big question mark of, man's been playing baseball for a while, he's yoked, and Urban was his old coach. The old coach part, definitely a factor here. What can you do? He always played like a tank down in Florida anyway, so I felt like he could have pulled some of that yeah, out. Yeah, he was a big, big dude, that's for sure. So, I don't know. Not as much of a bruiser on the uh, defensive line, guys. No. It was always going to be blocking was going to be the huge challenge for him. He could probably run a decent route. He could probably catch the ball. Yeah. Those linebackers and those defensive linemen, dude. Him blocking those guys... You just can't see it. No. I mean, he's just not big enough. And he does, he does not have the experience, too. I feel like he would have been a good guy for, like, those weird play situation, trick play situations, even if it's not something that he's actually going to do, but just like a decoy after doing it once or twice. So that way teams are looking for it, but... Yep. I mean, he didn't make it in the NFL as a quarterback, so I guess why not have your number one overall pick be that guy yeah. in those situations, I'm saying. True. Like, true. like, give the ball to your number one guy and let him try to make a play instead of trying to do something by out, you know, out-scheming somebody and messing up. Mm-hmm. Out-scheming somebody, doing a little out-schemage. Yeah, a little out-schemage. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little scheming. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, either way. Boys. You have some good news. Great news. Great news. First of all, Business Brad is, is in season, folks. Incredible moves have been made this offseason by Brad. Things like Dennis Schroeder on the mid-level exception... Absorbing Josh Richardson's contract for a trade exception. Creating a trade exception from Evan Fournier, $17.7 million there. Gotta love that. Little Kemba for Al Horford swap. Get Tristan Thompson out of there as well. So pretty much every move he's made has been pretty solid. And then, the big move. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike is smart. Little four years, $77 million max extension for where he's eligible for. Um, this is going to make him one of the longest tenured Celtics uh, to ever play. Um, you know, putting in with names like Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Sam Jones, uh, Tommy Heidson, etc. Um, there's plenty of other, a uh, few other names on that list. And everybody who is on that list played 12 seasons or more with the Boston Celtics is a Hall of Famer already and has also won a championship with the Boston Celtics. So, great things to come here in Boston. Banner 18 coming soon. 
Thanks for Marcus. Thanks for Brad getting that done. We'd love to see it. Interesting. We'll make that interesting there for the cap for next off season. How that works if they, like you know we want to sign a max guy, we might have to shed some light, shed some cap, but you never know. We'll get there when we get there. Glad to have Marcus on board. Hopefully he'll play better, knowing that he'll be around for a little while. And then also, too, uh, I know that Yudoka said that he will be the starting point guard next year, so it's good to see that he's going to get that role, be able to take that on without any, you know, uh, having to split time with Kemba or, you know, possibly, you know, Schroeder this year. But last year, splitting with Kemba, then splitting with Kyrie. But this will be his job to have now, which is exciting. So good for old, uh, good for old, old Marcus Smart there. Mackie Smart. Um,. I just want to say, good work, Brad. Good work. Love to see what you're doing. As Brad would say, keep hitting singles. And we'll keep doing that. Let's move on, boys, to our first quarter. We're going to be talking about... What? I have something going to I gave it to you. Like, right after that. No, you just extended about the teams. I said you should go, but also give me some Tebow. Oh. Either way. I misunderstood as well, Dill. <laughs> Either way, okay. um, I guess real quick, I just want to congratulate my Rays for being the second team to 70 wins this year behind the Giants, who are just steamrolling, just hot the entire year, just solid team. Um, yeah, so good stuff for them. Hopefully keep up the momentum, and they've been able to overtake the AL East title from the Red Sox since the All-Star game uh, break, and they're currently coming back against the Yankees right now in the top of the ninth. Two guys on, down three, two outs though, so this is an interesting game. Uh, The Yanks are going for the sweep over the Red Sox. And the Sox have not played well since the All-Star game, so the Yankees have and the Rays have, so we'll see how this turns out. But uh, hopefully we can keep the momentum going, like I said, and maybe try to get Glasnow back somehow, even though he's supposed to have Tommy John. So. I don't think that's, yeah. I'm just saying, like, just got to be hopeful, you know. Got to get our ace back if we're going to try to make that push, I feel like. So. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I'm warmed up now. Literally. Hot. There you go. Feeling great. Good to go. (laughs) First quarter. Here we go. We're going to talk about FC Cincinnati. Dylan, you can speak first. Okay. So. You'd like to go. (laughs) Very clear, T. Thank you. (laughs) I understand my commands. Um. (laughs) FCC has just been like really underwhelming. Um, this is this was our ninth game at home this year. We still haven't had a win yet, right? Seven. We definitely haven't had a win. I don't know how many we've had, but it's seven been... ties and two losses at home. I can tell you what the season starts. No in wins. March or April, and it's about to be September. So if that gives you any indication of how the season's going, gosh, it's brutal. I mean, there are times where we show, like, hints of, you know, being good, but we, we don't put things together 
in enough of a package where it like really is, makes a difference or where we have that offensive push that is uh, is efficient enough, um, sustainable enough to find the net. Defensively, I mean, like, I don't know. We've been okay at times. It's been really, like I said, just really underwhelming. It's been frustrating to watch. So you can just tell, like, we look outmanned, out, you know, out schemed. Talking about a little schemage. <laughs> we just get out schemaged, you know. It's just. Like, I'm so tired of having to, like, stick up for these dudes. Like, I'm so tired of it. Like, not the players. Like, they're fine, but, like, they're... I wish they were better, but we're not coached well enough, it seems like, because nobody knows what they're doing, and all we do is pass it back to the keeper and put him in, like, two or three times today, Teton had to just, like, fire it out of the way, like, not even actually kick it forward. And just get rid of it because we don't know what to do on offense because we don't ever create anything. We just stand in our spots. We don't, like, make any runs really. Like, the offense kind of does, but we never can get it to them. And, like, I agree, Dill. We have, like, our little magic moments where we have all these plays that are awesome and we do some stuff, but I don't know. We can't connect on it, it seems like. And the one goal we did have, unfortunately, we were offsides. But that's the only time we've ever really gotten Brenner a ball like that, too. Yeah. And it was like, of course, the one time we do, it's offsides. Well, another thing to kind of go back, I mean, I don't know if we, we just have people that. who cannot pass the ball. They cannot <laughs> pass it at all. Yeah. Efficiently, no. they ruin our flow, they mess up our connections. Like, yeah. we have to get them off the field. And we cannot continue to sub in the same people at the same time of the game every game people know what to do against us because they it's the same every time and those players Velo I will yet to be seen because he's new but Vasquez coming in Stanko coming in Haglin coming in when he has those guys do not make an impact on our team positively they just are there and it's just Vasquez like Vasquez was a, a foot away today from he's always a foot away Doge don't give me that shit <laughs> But it's never a foot the other way, you know? It's always a foot the wrong way. Does he score? Like, he's seven feet tall. No. I love him to death. He's a young guy. I'm looking forward to him growing, but I'm, I don't need a foot away anymore. But how long are we going to hold on to these young guys until they grow? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, wow, what a Today's the first day that we took out, like a midfielder for Vasquez, which I did enjoy that part of it, but usually we sub out our best player or second best player, depending on who you talk to, Brenner for Vasquez, which I think is an awful idea. So, yeah. at least today we sub we added more offense because we had a man down like we should. Right. We should go for the win. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Alan Cruz had a six shot. From outside the box, very great. We've had we had we could've created good in. chances. We created some good chances. Like, but we need uh, to. Acosta could have had a goal tonight. Like, we definitely had more offensive threats. I feel like than they did. We just couldn't capitalize. Which, 
I feel it's like the story of our season. Yeah, like we have all the chances that we can't do it, and then we give up one opportunity to the other team, and they score, and we d- we lose one zero. Like, yeah. Dosh. You guys have spoken a lot of what I was going to say as far as my frustrations are concerned. But it does just seem to be like our guys go out there and go through the motions. Yep. And, and like you said, T, it's the same guys coming in at the same times and it's all the same stuff. And it's just back passing, back passing, back passing. And it seems like the only people that have any sort of excitement about going forward are Lucho and Brenner. And they can't just, they just do it alone sometimes. But you can't bag on that being the thing. Um, you know, we had a really, like, great shot, free kick right outside of the box, late game. Um, big opportunity to, you know, give ourselves an opportunity to put one away, and Barrial just drills one straight into the wall. And it's like, man, come on. We have so many opportunities like that where... Yeah, we don't even try set pieces anymore. We just shoot. No. Yeah, like, you had the opportunity, you were so close, like, you could have really drawn something up nice, and instead you just drill your shot straight into the defending wall. Yeah, no, I... It's tough. It's tough. Oh, I think he's out on this replay, by the way. I think he's safe, maybe. Think they're gonna give it to him for a little, uh... little extra baseballage? That would be crazy. For those listening, they're they're reviewing this call at first. Ty goes the runner. Oh, he's out. He was out for sure. If you're Ronald Moderita, and you just spent all freaking night running running up and down the damn field like a... I don't even know what animal. Like a gazelle, maybe. He was all over the field. Gazelle. Making tackles, making offensive plays, and for us not to capitalize on anything, he has to be so pissed off. Like... And you could kind of see it in the game. He was getting pissed off, too. But, like, you, we can't keep asking all these guys to just launch all over the field and not have any subs, either. Like, our midfield just looked like they didn't play midfield at the end of the game. Like, they just weren't there. I'm with you. Yeah, where we... There was a time where we really needed, you know, the, the Kubo, like, Cruz, um, you know, like, Harris Medunian in guys to kind of step up and coming in off of the start like come in and show your stripes and prove yourself and just we're not seeing it well what really is more annoying too is they subbed in five different mostly from from what I remember pacey like speedy players right five of them they switched out almost half of their team and like with like 50 minutes left so they were just like here we go we're going speed the rest of the way we waited till there was 20 minutes left and switched out one guy, and then when with, like, 10 minutes left, we switched out another guy. Like, we need to be doing more. If we're, We need to match the, like, intensity of the other team or what they're trying to do, like, counter what they're doing. We can't just keep, like, oh, well, let's open up the book. It says here it's 75th minute. We make a sub, and that's going to be for our midfield. And then right. in the 80th minute, we'll take out our striker for Brandon Vasquez, and then we'll tie the game because we'll be up a man because of a stupid red card. And then we'll wait to have a home win next season. Like, 
it's a very frustrating team to watch. Nothing is nothing changes. So how do we expect to win? I really, I really want to know. Like Teton, love it. Great game inside the. Like inside the team, like what is what is their perspective? Like, oh, we're just like one piece away. Like, you know what? We're just, you know, if we did this, if we connected on this pass, if we just had Lionel Messi. We'd have a plus twenty goal differential instead of a minus fifteen. We it's it's the I don't I'm trying not to freaking call people out here. But my lord, did I see Nick Haglin ruin seven to ten different, like, swinging plays where it goes out to him and he either mistrapped it or he couldn't hit it back the right way. Like, he slows up our offensive play so much because of this little lack of touch. Like, he's a good defender, but his offensive ability really hinders our team. And I think when that gets switched to Tyler Blackett, who is a very offensive-type defender... That will change things. Or even Vanderwerf if he comes back from the sports hernia. Like, he'd be a big impact, but... Yes. I am excited for Blackett. Obviously, having Vanderwerf hurt, like you said, too, is a huge hindrance on us. And having to rely on, you know, Hagland, who... I don't think... I mean, maybe, like, three or four years ago, he was best center back on our team but probably even then not really like he's just he's never been the the best center back on our team because Waston is always better he's I mean he's been much better than he's been but he's not he's just not cutting it right now at least from what I from today's performance not getting it done nope I can't believe we couldn't bag one goal we scored this was a nine goal game between the two teams last time they played we don't have any speed. No, like you think Barrial's fast, and then like he's like he kind gets of fast, but like he's not that fast. Like our midfield is super slow with Kubo, Madunian, and Cruz. Yeah, Acosta's not fast either, but he finds a way to get on the ball all the time. Just savvy. His legs definitely move the fastest. Because we kind of play like a little counter game, so we need some speed. But we don't play a counter game, but we kind of do. It's really weird. We, like, possess it, and then we bring it all the way back. And then we try to counter up with a nice Teton launch that we lose possession of. <laughs> and then we try to counter off of that. It's just like, ugh. Might not be, we might not be a Dutch system team, is all I'm saying. Gotta change it up. Yes, we might need to. I think it's about that time. <laughs> Second quarter? Or change it up? Let's change it up. I agree. I guess we could do both. No. Um, yeah, any other just general thoughts? Or, like, what's the, the... Like, is there a player or, like, a piece that you think we need to, like, hunt down here in the off season? Dill? Anything? Somebody who can possess and pass out of the center midfield area. Some winger speed. And then just like some solid passing defensemen with quick decision making like abilities. I don't know who those people are. That's Anything else? 
Maybe those are the pieces we need. I just want a team that is going to like be able to match the energy that that stadium can and is able to produce. And we haven't had that team yet because we haven't won at home. We've scored some sweet goals. That Columbus Crew goal was probably like right at the top level of where it's going to be. But we need that for like the when we're leaving the stadium, not just a moment in the stadium. Like yeah. So. Uh, hopefully, Yop can turn it around. Hopefully, Black gets back soon. Some of these other guys. Hopefully, we can win home. It's only been eight hundred or something days. Seven hundred seventy, I think. July sixth, two thousand nineteen. How many days that is? It's a long time. Too many days, man. A lot of days. Two full calendar years. A lot of days till this next event. We might as well recap it. Not as many as usual. Not as many as usual, but still a lot of days. Yeah, that's true. A lot of days. The Olympics. Let's recap them. A little medal count recap. Give us your best performance that you might have seen. Uh, if you got a shout out for a special athlete, a special team. Um, so I'll just do a little. I'll do a little medal recap here. Read them off, and then I'll pass it off. We'll we'll wait to see who I pass it off to. Okay. Play it. I'm still thinking about it. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, we'll see. The United States of America leading the medal count. 39 golds, 41 silvers, 33 bronze for 113 total. The People's Republic of China, second place, 38 golds, 32 silver, 18 bronze for 88 total. Japan, 27 golds in third place with 14 silver, 17 bronze, 58 total. Great Britain with 22 gold, 21 silver, 22 bronze, for 65 total for fourth place. The Russian Olympic Committee rounding out the top five here with 20 <clears throat> gold medals, 28 silver medals, and 23 bronze medals, 71 total there. So, Dill. Do you have any thoughts on your best performance you saw at this Olympics? Any special shout-outs to any teams or athletes? We'll give it to you first. So, I think what, uh, what I'm going to discuss is the lack of information that we had on when these events were being broadcasted. Very disappointed in our media outlets to not let us know when these things are. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Didn't watch a lot of Olympics, I guess. Okay. No, I never knew when anything was was on. Uh, I think that I watched a little bit. Didn't we watch a little bit of the gold uh, basketball game? Yeah. Yep. It was pretty much on like NBC or USA about 24-7 yeah. whether it was replays or live yeah sure but like there are some things I just don't care about <laughs> you know like yeah I mean that's that's a different story I suppose that, like let me know when this is gonna be on oh this is like an nice Olympic app that like, had before it'd be nice if you could get like a little app or like a little like or like, hey, men's volleyball gold medal match is starting or something like that. You know, whatever. Like, maybe if you printed out the, the schedule, 
Um, you know, it might be a little bit easier, but I agree with it being on like Peacock or NBC. A little bit, a little bit different than than usual. Not a lot of uh, social media coverage on it. You weren't able to share a lot of the videos, so that made it tough to like keep up with if you weren't just watching it via cable TV. Very old school style of participating there, Dill. So you got nothing. All right. Um, I'll go ahead then. Jeez. I, best performance at the Olympics I saw, I think, was uh, the People's Republic of China trying to figure out a way to say that they have more gold medals and more medals than the USA. Apparently in China, all of their websites read that they have more medals than us. They've combined their medal counts with uh, a few other countries yeah. to, to make their count <laughs> higher, which is incredibly hilarious, uh, even though the Olympic website shows that USA has the highest count. Um, so shouts out to China for that. Uh, suck it as well, since you know we're better. Uh, so enjoy Jesus. that. Dude, what are they going to do? They're China. They're not going to take our Olympic golds. We got them this time. How, uh, see us how again many, in three years. How many more goals do we win by? One. One. And you know when we won it on the last, the last damn day. Yeah, the last event. Right? Guess who cares? Us. Because we won it. They don't. <laughs> Was it us versus China? No, I don't think That's so. That'd be crazy. That'd be way better. Talk about crazy. Talk about crazy. So anyways, yeah. Suck it to China. Love them. Well, thanks for coming out. Um, but really... <laughs> Best performance goes to Gable Stevenson, won on a buzzer beater in the men's heavyweight wrestling match for the gold medal, which is like, first of all, buzzer beaters in wrestling, things that you don't think exist, but there was. He had to get a certain amount of points in so many seconds, and he got the pin right as time expired, so shouts out to him. And then like right after, he immediately, or not immediately, I don't know how right immediately after, but at least coming days after getting his gold medal tweeted out at Dana White at uh, Vince McMahon just with a nice casual what's up like hey come get me because he's a big huge guy so maybe we'll see him in the UFC possibly maybe doing a little WWE there so shouts out to him for uh, best athlete I'd say and then easily best performance of the Olympics is Greg Popovich doing defensive shuffles here after the gold medal game. If you haven't seen that video, chef's kiss. Beautiful. Doge, take it away. Give me your Olympic experience. I know you were eating up Olympics. You're an Olympic guy. I was loving it. Really enjoying the Olympics. I would go to bed watching some some strange sport every single night, whether it was like kayak slalom, <laughs> that was crazy was, like, race. Cycling or like fencing or any, I don't know, all sorts of different crazy stuff. Archery. The kayak um, slalom was like propeller arm people, man. That was nuts. Those people were insane. <sighs> I can't really describe it. I remember stuff. Uncle yeah. Tim was talking about that. <laughs> Shouts out to Uncle Tim. Shouts to Uncle Tim. Uh, one of my favorite conversations from that weekend. Great one. No, but as as mainstream as it is, um, seeing both the U.S. basketball teams get gold medals was yes. was nice, refreshing, especially after they the men's team particularly started off playing so poorly. 
And if we were gonna, oh man, that highlight was yeah, nasty. dude, nasty goal. The top ten there, BN Sports. Oh man, but um, no. So especially after you know the, not necessarily the gold that we wanted from the women's soccer team. Um, to see the uh, basketball team still clutch it was was nice. Yes, I agree. Very cool. First, um, first ever mother son to win golds with Pam yes. McGee and Javel McGee. Yes. So congrats to the McGee family. Yes. Shaq should do a special on it. I totally agree. Javel. Well, Shaq and a fool. <laughs> Gold medal edition. Gold medal edition. No, but um, so shouts to them. Shouts to. Katie Najat, who is actually from Olmstead Falls up here in Cleveland. She sure. got gold for the pole vaulting. Oh, heck yeah. So she killed it. There were a bunch of, like, welcome home signs all around town uh, last week or so. So shouts to her. And also, shouts to Allison Felix. Um, yeah. My, one of my favorite events that I watched the entire Olympics was the women's 4x400 relay. And uh, with the women winning gold there... Allison Felix became the uh, the most decorated American track athlete of all time with 11 medals. So she absolutely killed it. Um, that was fun to watch, and that women's relay team just smoked everybody. Smoked them. Uh, it was a sweet race to watch. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we pulled through at the end and, and got some gold medals that we really needed to win back that count. It was a fun Olympics, and... Yeah, looking forward to the next one in three years, baby. Oh, yeah, a little bit Bill shorter said, this time. Short in time. Very <laughs> exciting. Probably the only benefit of all this, you know, just a little shorter. <laughs> a little shorter turnaround for the Olympics here. But, yeah, thank you. Uh, Shouts out to Japan for hosting as well. Made it happen. They did a good job. Good stuff from them. On to the next one. And on to halftime. Let's pass it off right back to you, Doge. Where can we find the Clubhouse specific social media stuff? We are on Facebook. It's the Clubhouse. Twitter and Instagram have identical handles to each other. Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. So give us a follow and uh, we'll shout you out. Okay. Speaking of that last portion, the TCSN. Oh, yeah. On Facebook, you can check us out. The Cheap Seats Network. TCSN. The Cheap Seats Network. And then on Twitter, at the underscore cheap underscore seats. Mm-hmm. And a little bonus coverage. What does SN stand for, guys? No hints. Both are real words. That's your only hint. <laughs> Both are real words is our only hint. Oh, you suck, bro. It's not always the case, so that's a good hint. Savory nectarines. Slippery Noodle. Oof. Both are kind of similar to something I've done in the past. No, just, you know, TC, 
SN for symbolic numbers. So, anything to do with uh, symbolism and numbers, uh, the cheap symbolic numbers. Is it scoring three points at home that never happens for FC? That's a symbolic number to us. It'll be 29 games until we get a win. Ugh. If that's the case, then it'll... For 29 from now? No. Oh. It'll be 20 games, so it would be... Sometime next season. Ugh, no. Three Ooh. years. It'll be terrible. Yep, Ooh. anyway. So, uh, that's what SN stands for. Heck yeah. Well. Cool. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, follow, rate, review. Order some merchandise. If you missed our first wave of merch, you're probably sitting here going, Oh my god, when was that? Like, pulling up your text that we sent you, checking out the email, checking out the post. It has already happened. Too well, late. If you did order something, I'm speaking to you directly right now. Thank you. We appreciate you know it. Who are, you know who you are. You know who you are, and we just want to say thank you. We appreciate it. If you didn't order something, we don't necessarily know who you are, but we do. And we just want to say, what the heck, man. Or miss. Shame on you. Or miss, depending on who you are. Yep. Get your stuff together, order some stuff, use discount code SUPERDOGE, and get 15% off. You used to get 20% off. First wave was 20, now we're knocking it down. Not going to be as generous. No. SUPERDOGE, 15% off. Put those orders in. Let's move on, folks, to the third quarter. little MLB update. Let's just do a little read-off a couple standings here, and then we'll just talk about who we think is going to be a lock for the playoffs. It's about 40 to 50 your games so left, so we'll see who uh, we think might be a dark horse. Got a little update on the Field of Dreams game, and then just obviously talk about our boys. So, um, when we do, do you want me to do by division? Do you want me to do just like by best record, boys? How do you want me to break this down for... Our quick quick preview of you can just break it down by division races. Division races, all right. Yeah, like you know, contenders for each division. You don't necessarily have to say everybody. Yeah, no, I'll do a top. If somebody's cl- if they're within three four games, we'll read them off. If not, you know, we'll let them be. So, boys, American League East, Tampa Bay, Winningtown, seventy three and forty seven, leading that. Next best team, the New York Yankees, who just beat the Red Sox today. So that's probably, what, four games now or four and a half? What's that? This record? Yeah, depending on what the Rays did tonight, I the just Rays, posted this probably. There's still five games back. Cause they're okay. Around. So there's still five, and the Red Sox are then six. So close but not super close. A lot of games left, though. I'm sure they'll play each other, so it could tighten up there. In the central, it is not anywhere close. Do not even think about somebody catching up. Won't happen. Chicago White Sox, 70 and 50. Next closest team, the Indians, 11 and a half back. So that one's probably looking a little tight. There. Lock them Just in. Lock that one in. This one a little bit tighter here in the west, but uh, you never know. The old Houston Cheatstros. 70 and 49. 
Boo. Boo. <laughs> yeah, freaking God, I can't wait for them to come to town. It sucks because I love Dusty Baker. Yeah, but I can't. Gotta look past that. He's got to take those shots, man. He took that job. He's going to get the booze. I'm sorry to say. It has nothing to do with Dusty. He's cleaning them up. If you think I'm not booing all these other fools when they come to town as well. <laughs> I would boo them too. AJ freaking, what is it, Hinch? AJ Winch with the Tigers? AJ freaking cheating? Yeah, he's the Tigers have nothing to do with this. I'm still booing him. I'm calling him a cheater. The Houston Cheat Strohs are up two and a half games on the Oakland Athletics. And six games up on the Seattle Mariners. So... Ten games up on Shohei Otani and the freaking Dinger boys that they're not probably going to do anything. So, Cheatstraw's probably got that one locked. Tight race here in the National League East. The Atlanta Braves, 64 and 56. The Phillies, two and a half games back on them. The Mets, four games back on the Braves. So that one very tight there. Lot lot could be changing up. We'll see. The NL Central, wish it was a lot tighter, but it's not at the moment. This seems to be the Brewers' division right now this year. 73-47. and 47. Reds, nine games back, 65-57. and 57. Two games ahead of the Cubs. Hoping to get that wild card spot, wild card spot for the boys. Mm-hmm. Wild card spot. NL West. Tight. 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 Height. 78-43, San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Three and a half games back at the moment. I'm sure that will get tighter. And the wild card leading, I believe, San Diego Padres. But they're 12 games back. So. Well, L.A., the Dodgers would be wild card, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, leading. I guess then they're the they're the bottom guy for the so wild San card. So Di- San Diego's, yeah, the They're ahead of us for the wild card. Current. And then we would be next, right? Yep. You get a game and a half back, right? Yeah. Mm, two games back right now, I think. Uh, game and a half. Very doable. Super doable. We have like one of the easiest schedules, so it's very exciting. But back to our original question. Mm-hmm. She kind of answered along the way, but we'll lock it in either way. Which of these teams do you think are locks for the playoffs? Um, Dill. Pass to you. So for the locks, yeah, lock them in. All right, JP, JP lock of the week: Giants, Dodgers, Brewers, Rays, White Sox, Houston. Um, yeah, probably right. As far as a little, uh, little cat scratch fever going on here. Sure. Uh, I think that the NL East and the NL, the second NL wild card. Yeah. And both wild cards in the AL, I think those are the three that are up for grab. Everything else, I think, is locked in for division winners. Okay. Doge, any, uh, you agreeing with that for the most part, or... For the most part, but not entirely. Oh. 
How I'll dare lock, you? I'll lock San Francisco and the Dodgers in. I think they're both really good. They're going to the playoffs, yes. Brewers are going as well. Yes. I think the White Sox are going. Yes. And I think the Rays are pretty much in a, in a lock spot. However, I don't want to commit to the Houston lock yet. Cheat Strauss. The A's are only two and a half back, and there's no guarantee that second place in that division goes in as the wild card because you could have a Rays, Yankees, Red Sox all coming out of the East. Yep. Certainly. If Houston goes on Slump City, lose a few games in a row, and these other teams continue to play well. I don't know. I'm not ready to lock that in yet. Okay. That's a lot of ifs, but. Wasn't ready to hit the lock. I'm also biased because I don't like them. I don't like them either. I'm taking them out of my locks, so I agree with your locks. There we go, T. I don't like them at all. Yeah, I mean, I just think they're going to be a lock. I mean, they have the... Oh, take them out, Del. Come on. By far the best run differential in the MLB, which I'm a big uh Yeah, but they think they're so cool, they can just like sit out the All-Star game. Because they don't want to get booed. Like little freaking whiny boys. Yeah, I mean, the reason why they said they sat versus why they actually sat, I'm sure there's a little bit of a difference, but... Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, like, they're a solid team. They still have pretty much the entire same core. I think that... Are we moving on to uh, Dark Horses covering... You gotta go. Get a dark horse out there. Alright, so I think that a team, because the AL East is gonna beat up on each other, like the Red Sox, Yankees, and Rays, and they're gonna be focused on each other, I think that maybe the Toronto Blue Jays kinda sneak up in there. No. For a little playoff, a little wild card action. I don't think they'll win the division. I'm, I'm certain they won't win the division, but I think they can definitely sneak in to get a, a playoff spot for that wild card. Um, probably the second spot. I can't imagine them getting all the way up there. But I'm thinking no to that altogether, personally. Doge, or no, you got one more? You got more? That was just yeah. going to be my little dark horse. Um, they aren't really much more, at least right now, but I was going to say the Yankees, like... They, yeah, I was gonna. I have them as my dark horse, which they are now becoming like a front runner horse. Well, like, plus it's like the Yankees do. Like they're just. Well, yeah, they're just like, oh, we're the Yankees. Why don't we just go get Rizzo and Joey Gallo and like just completely retool? So good on them. It's glad to see the Yankees are back, being the Yankees. Um, it's good for baseball. It makes these Sunday night, you know, other baseball game like Friday night baseball games with their. All their rivalries or games that they're in, fun. Um, so I, I had them being a dark horse and don't. Well, Doge, I'll let you go first. You go ahead, T. I think they have one in common. Don't with it. you freaking dare sleep on those old showboating, son of a gun, Cincinnati Reds. Those bat flipping, showboating, son of a gun. Um, if Joey Votto continues to just smoke home runs, there's no way we're not going to the playoffs. You can He's call just up, in another dimension right now. You can call up Slam Diego. 
and you can tell them that they recently have a new mayor elected. His name is Joseph Daniel Vado, and he's just taken all the votes. Don't you worry about Fernando Tatis or Manny Machado. Get him out of here. Nope. It's all about Mr. Canada, Joey V. Oh. The floor is yours, Doug. Canada. I love Joey Votto. He has been an absolute animal. Nearly broke the record for consecutive games with home runs. Just so close. Needed it, dude. <laughs> he still banks. Still banks. Joey Votto still banks. Reds are absolutely, you know, a the dark horse that I would want to pick and obviously we're a little biased here but they of all the teams um, like very few have over 600 home runs or not home runs just runs in general um, they're one of them the Dodgers are one of them they're the only two teams in the National League with over 600 runs like that's it <laughs> The not even the Giants have done it you know not even the Brewers have done it um, we lead the MLB in games with 10-plus runs. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're on pace to have the most 10-plus runs of, of any Reds team ever. In history, yeah. We're well on pace for that. I think the most was like... I want to say like 21 is the stat I think I remember seeing, and we're at like 18 right now, or maybe it's like 25. Yeah. So like we're we're well on pace for it. We, we score just get a lot of runs. And yeah. we're, we're starting to pick it up a little bit in the pitching game, which has been nice. But the the bullpen really still just gives me heart problems. <laughs> it's so <laughs> annoying that we have all these good, like, first of all, it cannot be more frustrating that last year we needed a bat, like, to save our lives. And now we have all these hitters, and we have enough hitters where guys are not, like, being sent down. And a lot of them are the same dudes. Some of them are being sent down, too, though. Like, we got, like, guys being called up, and, like, Kyle Farmer sitting down. Nick Senzel can't even find his way on the damn roster right now, and he's been a beast before. Yeah. All hail while we're here. Captain Jack Sparrow, Jonathan India. Oh my god, if he doesn't win Rookie of the Year, we riot, Doge. He is phenomenal, bro. He plays almost as great as his hair looks. He might play better than his hair looks, dude. I don't know, he's got beautiful hair. Yeah, but you gotta, it's all the hair, and the stash could be a bit tighter. Okay. You know? With you. Wow. It's not bad, but the, if we're talking pure main, you're right. He is such a great bat, dude. Just consistent, and he has leadoff power just He's just that so you wouldn't expect. Good. He's so good. He's I've, seen, like, I've seen him make a few good defensive plays, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's, he's no very, scrub on he's D very either. Solid. He just plays like he's been around for so long, and he just is not. Right. Like, this is year one. Right. An old, uh, what was it, Burrieo came up the other day. He was looking good, too. Is that bad? When the frick is Hunter Green going to come in, man? It needs to be soon. It's just, like, bring him in for, like, that He's extra He's gassing down spot. low. He's gassing down low. Like, when they expand their playoffs, or the, uh, rosters for the, uh, Yeah, that's when it'll playoffs. probably happen. Like, bring him in. And that, in that kid, uh, in there. 
Oh my god, we just drafted him too. Nick Lodolo, we should bring him up. He's been pitching really well as well. Bring him up. Just get him some couple innings in the playoffs. Yeah, dude. Just like a few Hunter outs. Green out of the bullpen throwing like 102. Oh. Just get Give a couple outs. Give me that. You know. Exactly, man, because there's some guys that just can't do it. Or God forbid we just fall off a damn wagon and we're not going to the playoffs. Why don't we bring them up and just get those boys some some reps, some reps for next year? Not gonna happen to you. I'm with you. They need valuable playoff experience. Might as well give it to them this year, Doge. You know. Exactly. Um, any other baseball thoughts, moments, things? Okay, so the the Reds are a good dark horse, but. I'll repeat it again, kind of what I was already talking about. Oh, yeah, about. go ahead. Don't, don't sleep on the A's. Oh, yeah. They could, they could come out of the West in the AL, and they've just been playing real good baseball. Don't sleep on them. That was, that was going to be my other kind of dark horse. I know they have a really good record, but I feel like being in the same division as the Astros, and the Astros have the storyline. People haven't been given that much mind. I agree with you. I think you're, you're probably right there. Don't sleep on the A's. Um, I think you can sleep on this team, but don't sleep on this guy, Shohei Otani, 40 home runs. Just freaking... And he pitched eight innings. I'm sorry, dude, he's unbelievable. Like, God, He is dude. just generational, like, even more so. Like, nobody will see him play, like anyone like him play again for so long I feel like I'm with you. really gotta take advantage he is such a fun player to watch yes dude he is like oh my gosh so much fun so shouts out to him wish he was on the Yankees or some team that was actually gonna be like going to like it's just like how do we get Mike Trout and Shohei Otani maybe the two best players in baseball maybe even ever and like they're just never gonna go to the playoffs cause they're on the Angels they could have just been on the other team in L.A., the Dodgers, and just be all over the place. But, no, <laughs> it's a big what if. You know, imagine if Mike Trout was on the Red Sox or the Cubs. Like, he'd, oh, be, he'd be so goddamn he wasn't on the Cubs. It would suck so much, Doge, but my gosh, we'd have to respect it. No. Yes, he would. I would hate that. Because he's such a good dude, too. It's not like he's like... Dick. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I just, that's just a bummer that here we are, two best players maybe in baseball history, just can't make the damn playoffs. Shouts out to stats. And even the Angels, like, they're not awful. Aren't they? They're floating right around 500, aren't they? Yeah, like a very mediocre team. There are some teams that are just popping off this year, it seems like. 61 and 61. Yeah. It's about as average as you can be. Yeah. Very good. Symbolic numbers. (laughs) Boys, before we end it off here in our fourth quarter, we got to set a goal for next year. Got to make sure it's possible before we actually really set this goal. But let's try to get to this Field of Dreams game, Reds versus Cubs, in Iowa next year. I'm in. Let's try to make that happen. So, 
Uh, buy some merch, everybody. We'll plug it one more time so we can afford to go on this fun trip. So why don't you get yourself that quarter zip you were thinking about getting. Buy an extra koozie or four to five. You know? You always need another koozie. Who doesn't need an extra koozie? Right. You always got another friend who needs a koozie. Yep. What about the other friends that are coming to the party you don't know? They need a koozie. Don't be the friend who always needs a koozie. Be the friend who... Who's got three, four extra koozies. Right. They all say Clubhouse Podcast. And they're great little koozies. They yeah. work. They koozie. I mean, do they koozie? Let me tell you. They're, they I mean, they, they bob out here. Nice and koozed. Just like a nice bob koozie for you. Somebody call him Kyle. Kyle Kuz. Kuzuma. <laughs> I think one well, I can't think of any other. So. Those you got any koozie puns? You uh, don't be the one that flew over the cuckoozie nest. Huh. I don't know. Okay. Hey, you might go cuckoozie for these koozies. For and cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. <laughs> So pick up a Kyle Kuzima today. Fourth quarter, Mount Rushmore. We are doing this on... This is a lot. We debated a lot about what we wanted to do here for this Mount Rushmore. Took a couple that we put. We went, hey, slide that in the back pocket. Maybe use it for old episode 100. Maybe use it for some other good episodes. So we had some great ideas. We had some good ideas. We had some bad ideas. But what we came up with was the Mount Rushmore of things you'd put in your man cave or items in the man cave. Um, Dill, we do you want to go first? Third? How are you? We'll let you pick on, on the side. I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll be deciding last, but which one do you want to go since you were Tim Tebow got short? Just like he was cut from the Jags. Uh. The third. Toes, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Always, <laughs> I'll go first. A true man cave is not complete without an autographed jersey of one of your favorite players, a la a Larry Bird autographed jersey. Maybe you have a Kevin Garnett autographed jersey. I've got the Chad Ochocinco. Well, actually, it's Chad Johnson autographed jersey there down in the man cave. So that's one that I'm, I would definitely have is some autographed memorabilia, but the frame jersey specifically is something I, uh, I would definitely love to have in the man cave. Maybe get like a 2008 whole team signed jersey put her up there maybe like a banner Bill Doge up to you no reaction on the jersey I'm surprised if you're really decking out the man cave I'm just thinking you get like a nice branded beer fridge little mini beer Ooh, fridge good call Doge let me start uh Documenting doing a lot of hydrating or, or dehydrating. Hydrating. And you want to make sure that those refreshments are staying cool. 
so I'm I'm taking the the custom team fridge. Like a kegerator. Huh? Like a kegerator. You could do a kegerator. That that'd be the more advanced version. You know, get the kegerator and like you know where you can get your your cans and bottles loaded up too. Okay, I like it though. I yeah. would say two picks for Dilly here. So you guys, I'll do this first pick. Uh, kind of going on with what you guys are saying, like more along with like what T. So since we're watching a little baseball, I think if you have like a collection of like signed or autographed baseballs and those nice display cases, like have those that, nice. like like a little area dedicated for you know your baseball history. Uh, I think that that's something along with like hockey pucks like I've collected hockey pucks growing up or like a baseball from different stadiums I've been to and uh, I don't really have any signed baseballs but I know that's like a that's a thing yeah so they're a nice piece of memory and like you can definitely make them like look snazzy too oh yeah more than just a ball in a clear case there's some really nice like baseball like uh, so get some good backlighting on like a little golden plate, you know. My dad has a sweet one for the like the one of these Yankee ones. Too. Sure. Awesome. Sure. Very nice. Number two, Dill. Number two. Um, something that I've been wanting to get for us when we eventually have an office. I, I was gonna say I can't believe this wasn't number one. Go ahead. Just like your neon signs. I yeah, love. I am a. I'm gonna go a little X-rated or oh my mature God. audience only. Earmuffs, Mrs. Wagner. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a, a little bit of a hoe for the Corona one. <laughs> that Corona with the Corona two makes palms. a good neon sign. That's for sure, dude. I've had it in an Amazon cart for like two years. Just pull the trigger, bro. I what know. are you waiting for? I just another calling of another sign that I want. Sure. Or like asking bars, like seeing like cool neon signs. Just be like, look, dude, like, hey, three hundred bucks, take it or leave it. I'd be like, well, you can leave it because I'm not selling <laughs> you my sign. You so yeah, neon signs along with my baseball collection. I That's like how it. I'm building it out so far. Doge? So you're up for number two, Doge. My next one would be a team flag. Like a flag. Okay. You hang up on the wall. Like specifically flags or like memorabilia in general? Like pennants, no. flags, hats? Just flags. Okay. You, like you said, baseballs. Teach had his jersey, so I couldn't really take memorabilia, but like the team flag. Like, I've got my FC Cincinnati one that's, like, also got the orange and blue stars and stripes on it. Okay. Well, like, I have different stuff that... But I'm with you. I'm with you on that flag. Yeah. Okay. T, what's your second second round pick here? And third. Yeah, I'm doubling up. Doubling up here. Doubling. You're doubling up. Doubling up. Yeah. Um... See, I'm, I think I'm going to save that one. I think I'll save that one. For the next one? 
just for the last. I think I'll, I think it can last. Okay. The one I'm thinking. Wow. Of, I think the full last. snake. I think big it risk. can last. I, it's it is a big risk. It's a huge risk. Um, gosh. So this is a. This might be too broad, so you might you might have to call me out here for this, and okay. I can narrow okay. it down. We'll do that. We'll bring the enforcer in if we need to. Yep. But like some kind, see, I don't know. Like mine, for instance, is a team flag. But I like if that was not available, I would have some other kind of reference to my college, or you know, like my alma mater. Like you have like some kind of little plaque, or like some little maybe it's your coasters or something. It's like something. About your school is that too broad of a, of a, of an item? Like no, that's good. Just like little alma mater decor. Right. Okay. I think you can throw that in there. That's generic, but it's it works because it's specific to your college. Right. And like that could be even something more specific to your college. Like I don't know. Like if you're a gator, you could have some gator stuff, like a little alligator pelt or something, or like I don't know. Like, we don't really, like, you know, I'm not going to have a Red Hawk thing for, you know, but you could have a couple rockets sitting around somewhere. You never know. So, um, a little alma mater decor. Okay. And then for my final one here. No, not final. Final one before my final one of this round. Excuse me. Oh, I see. My final wrap here. Um,. What man cave is complete without just a monster TV? Yeah, dude. Like, just a mega huge TV. See, I was going to go one step like, past that and just go full home theater. I was like, thinking about it, but that's not... TV, like, I don't want a projector because the quality is less. Like, so, okay. Large what... TV... Like so, those recliner chair type. So that's things. a different. That's a different item. That's a different item. But it, the home theater is what I was. Okay. Well, like so. I'm uh, thinking home theater's got a projector. So that's why I'm talking like a big, sixty-five plus seventy-inch. All right. So monster TV. What? Bill's out here giving away picks. Like I'm not just gonna take home theater with the next one. You, you're fine. I got plenty <laughs> on deck. Don't worry. I'm not doing it. Yeah, doing so. It. What? This is a little bit. This is nothing specific of what is going in the man caves. This is nothing to do with the Rushmore. Oh. But, but what's the like color scheme? What's the vibe that you guys want in this man cave? What do you mean? Let's do. Let's hold on. I'm taking a thirty on that. We're doing this after. I say let's do it after. Let's paint our whole man okay. cave like our ideal man cave. Okay. So we have these items and then we set the tone. Yes. Okay. Doge, sorry for uh, jumping in there. It is your turn with pick number three. No, my next one was going to be recliners, for sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's the recliners, bro. And if you can get them with cup holders. Oh, yeah, dude. Even a step up, that's the best. But you got to have recliners. Place for the squad to lounge out. Very, very important for a man cave. Bill? So this is something you guys might have to get on me about. Oh and, I, and I'm and i okay if you do because I have a, a very specific one in mind. But 
just like your recreational activities. Like All right, you you got to specify. Okay. That's what yeah, I thought. Whoa. I personally What are you going to say here? Are you talking like just like having like a football around to toss? No. Talking like board games? No. So I was going to say like your tables. So like your oh. pool table, your you gotta pick car one. I table. think you got to pick one of those. That's like a pool table, air hockey table, card table. I think that the uh, ping pong table. So know. billiards is like the classic. You know, but I personally, for me, air hockey. So. Air hockey it is. Air hockey table. Oh, you're writing that in my category too. <laughs> and then deal with the rap. Yep. The rap to rap. Um, so this is something that, for me personally, again, that uh, this isn't a, this isn't going to be available for everyone. Uh, <laughs> it's not like you know I'm not I'm just saying that like in a way that I know that I've been to a lot of really cool sporting events, but I have I believe most of the tickets of events of things that I've like gone to some some sort of like scrapbook like showcase of all the games and events and have it where I could like have a 3D replica of the stadium it was in or something where it's more than just like a ticket you know what I mean it's more of like an interactive like museum of like here's my experience of this this is why I went to this on this time like I don't know I have a lot of tickets and I just have them in a folder right now, plus a bunch of ones that are like from before too. So tickets are a good one. Very good one. It's a uh, it's definitely a nostalgic aspect of it. That's that's the I guess what I was going for overall yeah. there. Doge, final pick. I also I have a pick to replace my alma mater decor. I have something more specific. Okay. After your pick. That way I'm not stealing from you. See, I liked Dill's air hockey table. I was thinking tables originally. Poker. But um, I'm, not, I'm straying away from the tables. Because oh. there's been a lot of... Well, not a lot. But there's been several hangout places I've gone to where someone had this. Pulse? And it completely changed the game. Popcorn machines. I knew that was coming out of your mouth. Nice little salty snack. Just throw in some fresh popcorn, because that smell, if you do it right, obviously if you burn it, that's a challenge. But if you do it right, that smell just amplifies the mood. Everyone's feeling good. Fresh pot popcorn, salty snacks to go along with your cold drinks and your sports. And you're just ready for it. Bring me some fresh popcorn. Okay. Popcorn machine is huge. Always a nice thing to have. See, I I, I remember used to you don't like, like liking like, you I don't like used, popcorn. I remember that I used to like it. Do we I need loved to, going like, to movie theaters and I don't, getting. How like, do you not like popcorn? I don't. Dude, I mean, I guess if you don't like it, but like, I just don't get that. It it was simply because of 
once I got braces, I didn't have it for years, and I hated having it with braces. So then I just never ate it. Fair. So fair, I guess. My equivalent to this would be like a hot dog roller. I would not have that in my neck. That would be ill. Like, hot dog roller. Hot dogs would be good though. Yeah, you just like have a hot dog roller. I just think that. Throw some weenies on there. Early Maybe it would the be day. nice if you like. Just let them roll. Yeah, like you know, you're the one cleaning you're the one it, using you know. it, cleaning it. Yeah, it's only on once a week for the couple hours. Maybe it's nice. Uh, just everyone I've ever seen has just been like, like if I wouldn't if you're, want anything off of that. If you're like holding a uh, a Sunday night football, you know, party or something like that, instead of having to cook for everybody, you could just throw on some dogs and just let people go on throughout the day. You know. Fair. You present a good point. You present a good point. Maybe I'll put it in my pick here. But I won't. Also, I need to figure out to order this. I need to get, like, a bun steamer. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Weird anecdote. Steam All right, I'm gonna, buns. I'm going to go ahead and pick. It's my turn to speak. It is your pick. You're right. I'm erasing alma mater decor. Okay. I'm replacing it with the <clears> classic, <throat> just because I think it's a super funny sign, a no girls allowed sign. I just think yeah. that's a hilarious man cave edition. It has nothing to do with the man cave. It's just a nice little funny. It's the man cave. Um, and then my final pick, ladies and gentlemen. A good man cave, and like a good man cave experience is not complete without a nice chip and dip bowl. Like you need some salsa, need some other dips, need some chips. While you're watching your games, there it is. There it is. So I've got the frame jersey, the mega huge TV, no girls allowed sign, and a chip and dip bowl. We're having a great time at my man cave. Doge's got sign. Oh, excuse me. Custom team fridge, team flag, recliners, and a popcorn machine. He's having a great time in his man cave. Dill's got signed baseballs, a neon sign, an air hockey table and tickets of the events that he's been to. He's having a great time at his man cave. Now, give us just, like, your your ideal dream man cave. Like, if you could do it, like, what was would be one thing you would do or, like, a couple of things that you would absolutely have to have in your man cave deal? You first. So I totally agree with the, like, comfy recliners. I, I think that just having, like, some big leather pieces to sit in like, some massive leather couch, yeah. And something where it's like a uh, lower, like, more dimly lit area. You know, you have some good accent lighting on the on the ceiling, maybe. Sure. Uh, and I, th- I think that really, I mean, just that, like, great viewing experience for a game. Great social experience for, uh... You know, the people maybe not so interested in the actual game itself. That's fair. Yeah. In my head, I have a very specific idea of what, I would, what I'm looking for. But <laughs> almost kind of like a swanky New York City bar, you know? Sure. Like a little bit, a little bit like, eh, is it dirty or is it dark? It's like, <laughs> it's dark. Doge? Um... I mean, my ideal man cave... Is it dirty or is it dark? 
<laughs> it's probably both. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, it has just little pieces from from all of my teams. So you know, I would have red stuff, Bengal stuff, FC stuff, Gator stuff. I would have some Miami stuff. Um, that would be kind of the rundown. You know, have a little bit of everything. Obviously, thrown in the neon signs. Table games would have been huge, but I couldn't quite get them into my Mount Rushmore. Got to have the decor with obviously mini fridge to have your drinks down in there. Got to have that comfy seats, salty snacks. You know, that's that's a good man cave to me. If you can throw a game on, be playing games in the background with it, then that's just ideal. Or if you can just take a load off and get cozy, that's what you need. The only thing that I, like, absolutely would want to have. Like, everything else could be, you know, whatever. If I could have this thing, and it would complete my man cave. And it would be either the original parquet floor from the Boston Celtics old court, or, like, some of the parquet floor from this court, or a replica like parquet hardwood floor of the Celtics court because I think that would be so cool to just have that NBA style hardwood there and then have it be obviously the Celtics floor and then along with all the other memorabilia you'd want to have in there you're, you'd got to have your FC stuff your Cincinnati Bengals your Boston Celtics your Reds get some Cristiano Ronaldo memorabilia in there just some other maybe you know favorite players jerseys like I was talking on my list get some Massive bowls for some chips, some dip. Gotta have the recliners. I think that's a must in any good man cave. At least one, you know, just for the the king of the cave. And then you can right. have, like, I think what you're saying too, Dill, the ma- a massive leather couch or well, something like, similar. Like, like, you have the the owner's throne. Right, you have the, the throne. throner. Right. You've got the chair, and right. you've got everybody else's spot. So... Like, oh, am I allowed to sit there? It's like, you don't even ask that because you know that's, you know. Something I had in my room as a kid, which I want to continue in my man cave or, you know, as I'm getting older. I had, like, a bunch of these pennants from different Super Bowls and, like, other, like, World Series things. So, like, have those, like, line the top of my thing, I think, would be kind of something I'd rock, rock with. How big of a space are you guys thinking? I don't know. How big of a space? Like, I'm going to need a fairly large portion of a basement. <laughs> I have a reference I mean, for you after the pod for the size that I have. Large portion saying. of a basement could be anything, yeah. depending on the size of the basement. You have a small basement, you have a large portion of the small basement. It's going to be a pretty small room. Yeah. He brings up a good point. Yeah, and I have, I have no way to, uh, you know, discredit what you just said as being false, because that is true. But in my head, I'm just saying I have a specific idea of what. Talking about it, you know, it's like you know what this is kind of the vision that I have, you know, <laughs> walk out basement with a nice patio, you got your 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 uh, your porch above you. Really getting into this. You just want TJ's Uncle Chris's house. Oh, dude, nice place. That's what you just described. He did. So, the thing is... That would work, too. That's a clean and bright 
environment. It still wants dark and dirty. I want like a. So you want dark and dirty Uncle Chris's house? Yeah. In a sense. Less windows. <laughs> yeah. Seems like Dill's just looking for less windows. Less windows. I'm not, I'm not discrediting Chris's house is nice. Yeah. I don't know what the lighting term is called. Less nat- natural light. That's what you just. No, dim, but it's like dim, for when you have like. Lit. You need a lot less lumens. You got the, the dimmers. Yeah, just get some dimmers. Gotta start making it happen. Dimmers. Yeah. Let's move on to our buzzer beaters, boys. Yeah. Good Mount Rushmore. Um. Dill, right back to you. What do you got? Yeah, so... It feels like, first of all, the summer has kind of gone way too fast. You know? Yeah. I definitely way agree too fast. with you. To the point where... I'll be going down to Atlanta in October. Ha, Atlanta. Ha, Atlanta in October. And just, like, casually swinging down to Tampa for a lightning game already. Like. Yeah, already. Jeez. It's like, yeah, it's like already here in, like, a month. Whoa. Because October is not that far away. No. So. Yeah. Uh, wait for that. <laughs> I don't know. I really didn't have any buzzer beater material. And, oh, I remember that that was something that I was going to be doing. So, that'll, that'll be one of the tickets in my shrine. There you go. That'll be a good ticket to have. I don't remember who they're... I think they're playing Nashville. Ooh. Perhaps. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe a, the schedule's not out yet, but I feel like Atlanta? my mom's in Nashville. No, we're going down to Tampa. Oh, I was like, what the heck? Got ya. Yep. Dosh. What do you got for your buzzer beater here? Just a big congrats to Joey Votto for getting that 2000th hit, bro. Dude, massive congrats. Afterwards, at the end of the game, they were talking about, you know, going to Joey Votto and, and getting his take and getting all the post-game interviews. And Joey said, you got to interview Jonathan India first. He was the hero of this game. Jonathan India had... Uh, two-run homer and I think five RBIs in the win over the Cubs. So, big-time stuff. Humble dude, even at the you know peak of his powers and at the biggest moments. So, shouts to Joey Votto, big-time legend, and then giving credits to Jonathan India just continuing to produce. So, big night for us that night, and hopefully they can ride that wave. Hey, we gotta keep riding this wave. We need to get that get that wild card spot and get in the playoffs. So, you you kind of triggered my memory there, Doge. So, Miggy Cabrera, yeah, it's going for home run five hundred, five hundred, and hit three uh, three thousand this season. So, he he's is. real close to five hundred. He's four ninety nine. I was gonna say, yeah, I thought I was gonna say, I thought he's so his his career is dwindling down uh, as an all time great. Definitely an all time great. But anyway, you were talking about Joe. Vato, remind me of that. Oh yeah, those guys are both two of the best guys to ever hit it. Yeah. Going back and forth with triple crowns and MVPs between those two guys. Yeah. That was a fun time. Um, damn, they're both so good. Um, 
You have some uh, I have different kind of news. This is like one of my favorite times, just when they just like pop out the little schedule Schedules. for the NBA. You get to like kind of see what some of the early matchups are. So, opening week. Here's some of the primetime matchups starting Tuesday, October nineteenth, seven thirty p.m. Kevin Durant, the Brooklyn Nets, taking on the NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks. That's going to be a great one. Followed by Golden State Warriors versus Los Angeles Lakers. The next day, Wednesday night, the Boston Celtics open up against the New York Knicks, 7.30 p.m. Cannot wait for that. Two Celtics moving over to the Knicks this offseason, Fournier and Kemba, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, the Denver Nuggets <clears throat> and the Phoenix Suns are the game after that, so that's another good game. Mavericks, Hawks, and Clippers, Warriors are on Thursday. And then Friday for that week, we have Nets, Sixers, and Suns, Lakers. So a lot of great games that week. I'm sure there's some other games that aren't televised, but that's all the televised games. And then Christmas Day, one of my favorite days of basketball throughout the year. Looking forward to it this year. Again, we have at noon... Christmas Day, Hawks Knicks, followed by Celtics Bucks at 2:30, Warriors Suns at 5 p.m., Nets Lakers at 8 p.m., Mavericks Jazz 10:30 p.m. So, seems to be all good teams will be playing in this this Christmas Day, which will be very exciting. Pending some injuries, of course, but you never know. So, <clears throat> NBA season just like the hockey season, right around the corner, though October, not too far away. So October right 19th. There. Two months away, literally. Pretty wild. So, uh, any other thoughts, comments, concerns, Doge, still? Any stats, yes, team, stats team love? Thoughts? Uh, they haven't rang in yet, so I think think everything could be an off day for them. Good for them. Yeah, I don't think we had any inaccurate quotes today. <laughs> Either way, Dill? Tell the stats team we thank them for being on. Thank you for being on. Thank you, guys. Doge, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it, buddy. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Good to be back. Great to have you back, man. Great to have you back. Everybody who ordered merchandise, thank you for doing that, and thank you for listening. If you made it this far into the pod, we appreciate it. This is The Clubhouse.